Don't worry, I got it. Hey guys, hello, hello. It's Christopher Lewis and welcome to another show, an episode on dating intelligence and my co-host Jamie Villamore is already acting up over here. What's up, Jamie? Wait, I th you're not going to do this spiel? What spiel? There's no spiel anymore. Oh. We don't do a spiel anymore. All right, no, fine. Yeah. fine. New season, we're like, people know us now. I think New we're year, just, new me. That's, <laughs> what was it? Fuck you, Karen, yeah. or whatever the person's name was. Um, no, seriously though, we don't, we're, we're good. People know who we are now. Let's just run this thing. We're going to like just it. like, yeah. So what's going on? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. You always like, you almost like throw me off the game there a minute ago, but you, 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 you kind of get you it back. You caught yourself good. back? I did. Yeah, I really did. I was like, wait, what was I supposed to do <laughs> at this moment? So, yeah. all right, guys, we're at Sticky Paws Studios here in Los Angeles. We've got another episode in a new wait, season. Wait, where are we? Sticky Paws. We're in Los Angeles? No. What did I just say? You said Los Angeles. Oh, man. Yes, so you did. We're talking to John Orlando, early owner. He's talking about LA so much and everything about uh, one of his friends. So, sorry, guys. Sticky Paws Studios, which needs to maybe do a home in Los Angeles, but we are here in Las Vegas, the home of Sticky Paws Studios. Yes. And our guest today is an awesome guest. So, we're going to jump this one honey because this guy really knows his food around here and I'm, I'm always wanting to get someone like this on our show so this guy really knows his way around food he runs a social media marketing cons consulting company called las vegas phil boasting a roster of well-known eateries around the city of las vegas this sin city foodie gets to share his experience and love of food to the masses by going out to try new foods almost every night and sharing those experiences on social media please welcome the food master philip zing to the show food master thank Yay. you Yay. thank you i appreciate food that master. How are you? does everyone tell you you ha literally have the best job ever oh totally yeah all the time i i tell myself that i mean five the five years ago version of me would be super jealous of me now okay do you Absolutely. ever take i'm a... jealous of you <laughs> I know, I'm, I, when i started talking i was jealous you know but do you ever have one of those days you go i just don't want to go out and eat anything right now has that ever happened if you ever tried any of my own cooking okay you would never say that okay oh. <laughs> is that an invitation no i'm a terrible cook oh, damn. Yeah. so, so right. he yeah. eats out oh. a lot gotcha yeah all right um but my wife sometimes gets a little tired of going out so sometimes we'll just eat the leftovers at home or something like that okay i was um, gonna say you don't just yeah. say well then what it's does a plus she get one night, tired honey. about like i would think like new food new experience like so excited or does she just not want to get dressed up like what is it i think it's maybe the cuisine sometimes mm. it's oh. i mean a lot of the dinners are very much like a, ca a calorie car crash mm -hmm. so <laughs> maybe one. having a salad at home might be a good idea or drinking some green juice and so if she goes with you she can't do that can she because it's almost like whatever you're experiencing you want her to experience it with you yeah but they let us order whatever we want okay. as well okay so right. yeah it's cool Good. I just, I have a date tomorrow at Toka, and so I was like, hey, have you eaten at such and such? And he's like, I have. Oh, what's your recommendation? Yeah, we went on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is a big uh, night to go out, um, date night for Japanese. Um, so my wife's Japanese. Okay. So that we, go to, we went to Toka there. It's really fun. It was kind of like if Ketch and Javier's had a baby. Um, nice. So I think it's a really oh, cool date night. Lots of great uh, presentations for the um, entrees and cocktails. So I think you'll have a lot of fun. Okay. okay what should I order? What did so, you have? So it's weird. They, they build themselves a Mexican restaurant, but it's all steaks. Right. I heard yeah. it's steak and Mexican. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting mix. Yeah. So yeah. is there like, can I get enchiladas? I don't think With enchiladas steak? are on the menu. <laughs> yeah. They have some, what? they have some grilled seafood. I don't think. What yeah. about chips and salsa? They did serve chips and salsa. Okay. The only thing I wouldn't recommend is the Caesar salad is the spiciest Caesar salad Ugh, I don't do on spice. the planet. Oh. So weird. Yeah. And like okay. the server was like sitting, uh, like standing right by us waiting for our first reaction so he could take it back. Okay. I'm like, why did you even recommend it? Yeah. Like, why is this even on the menu? But so don't get that. Okay. That's all. Yeah, I'm not a big salad eater. So you just, <laughs> I have a good question. I'm sorry we're jumping right in these questions like this because I mean, we have you. Totally. Um, has, has there ever been a, like a fusion of something like, you know, you said steaks and Mexican that is just overly fused? 
You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, he for just instance, said the no, I, I know, but salad. No, like it's no, too much the one no, 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 side, like not I'm a saying, good balance. Like, I'm here Mexican and like you know, like it's a Katrin Javier's and catch, like you said. But she asked if her enchiladas. That's Mexican, obviously. But is there somebody sometimes that does something where like, okay, that's it's just not, it's it's not it's it's, it's, it's too much. It's not authentic enough, in theory. Well, if it's a fusion, it's never authentic. All right. So, okay. yeah. but there's certain. I mean, that's an awful I, question. No, I just I guess I just want to know because like I'm thinking like if I go into this place like this as well, like and I want like let's say I want you know I don't know like KCR, I want a good margarita or whatever it is, but they're like no, sorry, this is not what it's about, and you're not that you've ever seen this. Let's say um, uh, you just walk off the street. You walk in, you know, and or you're like you said, it's Christmas time. It's really busy. I might be a guest, so I'm going. Oh, it's a. They're like, oh, it's I don't know, it's some Mexican fusion place. That's the first thing they're going to say. Would you Would you agree to that? If it's across like that in theory, or no? I don't know what you're saying. I, I, what was the question? So the place you just said, like yes. Toca, Toca, Toca Madera, Toca Madera. Toca, right? Okay, it's so you Aria. said it's cross between Javier's and yes, and Catch, Catch right. which is sushi. So, so the first thing you asked was like, you know, do they serve and do they serve enchiladas? enchiladas? But your brain went to Mexican first. So my question is, is that you know, and you said no. So someone coming from outside of that, thinking that it's like you know, like you just said, you thought first thing first was more of a Mexican. Right. That's what I, I thought that too. Okay. To be so honest. that's my yeah. question yeah. then. So like, is, has there ever been anything? Oh, this isn't what I thought. So it maybe would be. define fusion for, for two, a two culture, multicultural mishmash. Okay. Yeah. Right. For right. people that don't know, like fusion is like a, a mix of right. two. And I get that. I guess my thought so process is because when she's. steak and Mexican. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would and say that, more American Mexican. Is that okay. the proper term, like Mexican food? Or do we say I don't say know Spanish? why they're calling themselves a Mexican restaurant, to be honest. Besides the name, right. um, it should just be a steakhouse, to okay. be honest. And that's I feel what that I was trying to that, go with. That right takes there, right? up okay. 50% of yeah. the menu. That's what I was trying to yeah. get at. Like Steak a, and the seafood. confusion of that. Yeah. The confusion. Because most people, like you said, your thought process went to Mexican. Yours went to that as well. But now it's like, it should just be a steakhouse. Probably. That's all I was a getting at. A steakhouse that serves chips and salsa. <laughs> Yes. And hopefully good margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't bad. I right. love chips and salsa. Right. I mean, the cocktail list is quite good. Okay. Um, they definitely, it's definitely well thought out. So I think if you I drink, don't I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, the mocktails might be good too. Oh, so, yeah. I've never had like a mocktail. I don't think she should go to this place. <laughs> oh, there's some legit mocktails around. Yeah. Like some of these mixologists are really doing some wow. cool stuff with mocktails as well. Okay. Yeah. And then it's just like grenadine and... Like what? What else could be in a mocktail? I guess the juices. Yeah, a lot of infused stuff. Lot She's of missing out on a lot yeah. of the good stuff, though. Whatever. So, I'm yeah. like water, yeah. coffee. Well, you've probably right. made better decisions in life than than most of us. Right. <laughs> Do you sample all the cocktails when you're out as well? When you go out, or is it just mainly more food for you? It's mainly more food. Okay. Um, I try to keep it to maybe two or three drinks. I don't want to be completely smashed. Okay. Driving home. Yeah, mm. I hear you. That's been an issue. Uh, I've left the car in the garage several times. Oh. And had to get an and, Uber. Yeah, yeah. I'm just picking up the next yeah. day. Okay. Well, let's start back with Phil's history, people here. Okay. So I know a little bit of your history right now. You started out, um, I know, let, um, we can, you can take it farther back, but I know that you, you had uh, been in New York and were, was in the music industry. I was. What did you do, by the way? So my primary focus was video and radio promotion. Uh, back when MTV and, and people took requests on the radio and things like that, um, I would run the marketing for a certain songs, certain videos. And that's, I ran a college team around okay. the country that would um, basically group up street teams that were fans of the certain artists and, and kind of rally around that and okay. that up. Way before, you know, viral stuff, social media even existed. Yeah. Wow, so like kind of MTV days. Totally. Sounds like a lot yeah. of fun though. Those days who were was, fun. Who was like. like back on MTV? Like Carson Carson, Carson Daly. Daly. Okay. When TRL was like yes. the show. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Janet Jackson, Hanson, Corn, mm. whatever. Um, what happened to Hanson? <laughs> they they, anyone know? They still play. <laughs> I saw they were playing at Brooklyn Bowl maybe a couple months ago. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's I think really their octaves funny. are much lower, but yeah. Yeah. Really funny. And did you just get burned out? What happened? Just New York in general. I was mm -hmm. sick of the winters. Um, I I feel you there. Yeah, the person I was with, uh, we were living together, owned an apartment together. We broke up, and then I was just sick of. I hated waking up in the morning. I hated going to work because um, it was cold. It was cold. Yeah, mm -hmm. and just the overall cost of living in New York. Yeah. Um, and it's much it's much cheaper than compared to now, but uh, I just felt like I was just ready for a new experience, and I and I picked up all my bags, sold all my shit, and moved to Japan. Okay. Wow, how, you went to Japan. Yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome. 
Yeah, it was amazing. Right. So I had been to Japan previously when I was a kid, loved it, loved the culture, and I just decided to teach English. It was the easiest way to get in. The company, uh, Nova, which was the biggest English teaching school at the time, uh, would um, give you get your visa, set you up an apartment, all that stuff. And so it seemed like the easiest way to go, and that's right. what I did. And it was How many years did you do that I was there for, for two years. That's great. God, one of I my, should um, do that. One of my friends actually did what you just did as well, same company and everything. Um, yeah. He went to Japan, and now he's actually married to a Japanese woman as well. Um, they've been there for a long time, but he loved the program because it got him into Japan, and they mm -hmm. set them, him up and everything, and he just had the, you know, speak, Hey, I have a degree English. in education. That's true. Yeah, I could I could do that. Yeah, totally. Aaliyah said my daughter said that out of all the places she's visited all over the world, Japan is her top. It's the best place. country. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's on my bucket yeah. list. Yeah, we were just uh, last there in August, um, before tourism opened up, and it was just an amazing experience because it wasn't that crowded. We were able to do everything that we wanted right. without much weight. What about really cool. and they have a Baskin Robbins there, just so you know. <laughs> Baskin Robbins is very big. Yeah, in Japan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they have Baskin Robbins, um, and I heard that um, all the kids wear uniform to school. So they were like, most of them were all in the same thing. And um, cherry blossom season. Did yes, you... end of March, right. beginning of April, cherry okay. hanami is a huge time to go. Um, a lot of Japanese will set up like a picnic setup. You know, just be drinking all day and then do fireworks at night. It's nice. really nice. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how often do you go back to Japan now? So the well, plan is to go at least maybe once every two years. Okay. Um, my wife's parents still live there. Uh, so we're planning going again in July. Okay. And um, yeah, it's just the best place. Okay. I love really. that. So the story of your schooling, you teaching English there and stuff like that, rounded out. And I think you might have met your. Did you meet your wife there at the yeah, time? Yeah, we work for the same company. Oh, that's so there. great. Okay. Yeah. But she was. Um, where was she from, by the way? Uh, she's from a small city in Aichi, Japan, called uh, Toyokawa. It's near Nagoya, which is uh, central Japan. Mm -hmm. Just dead on between Tokyo and Osaka. Okay. And then what was your plan after, you know, obviously if the stint was going to end two years, um, what was your plan after that that you were thinking about doing? Before so I know? never really had a plan, okay. but um, I was playing a lot of poker in the early 2000s, um, all the way through Japan, uh, making good money. Great. So that was a big reason why we moved to Vegas initially. Okay. On the radar. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So, and then the food, like you said, you've been a foodie your whole life, apparently. So, yeah, I just didn't know it. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, my mom was cooking all this amazing food. I took it for granted. Uh, then I finally moved to Japan, was eating sushi three times a day, and then thought about all the stuff I missed in the States. I was dreaming about burritos and tacos because you can't get that stuff in Japan. Right. Right. And uh, once we got back here, that's when I knew I was like, really into it okay is there anything that you you know doing what you do that you don't eat or just like or just can't like you know like for instance like i we don't eat spicy so i think that would probably nix us out of a lot of really great food um what about yourself is there anything on the board that you just would not or have tried so like there's just certain things it? that i don't like to eat um okay. i'm one of those people that don't like cilantro it tastes like shaved irish spring to me <laughs> um, i really don't like cheesecake oh I yeah love cheesecake. I, I do too yeah wow i don't know why okay. i don't like cooked cabbage okay yeah, that's... that's probably like the one thing that i will texture steer thing. clear mm. of the smell and the texture yeah. i don't i don't like fargois Oh, I Fogra, love Fogra. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You do it like I love it all. Yeah, I love melts in my yeah. mouth, and I'm like, and and people get so excited to like serve it when I'm overseas, and I'm like, oh, I don't have to fake this, do I? Can you do octopus then? Do you have you? My date in okay. Florida just got octopus, mm -hmm. and I actually didn't taste his because I was just out with someone else okay. a few days prior, and I didn't like the taste. Gotcha. It was very like chewy. Do you like it? I love it. I think, but it has but to be cooked a certain way. That's um, what I heard that mm -hmm. it wasn't cooked great, but I felt like I needed a little more time before I tried his. Okay. Have you ever tried calamari? Yes. Okay. So I think it's calamari is a good gateway. Same? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think because that's the the thickness of the, you know, the octopus, it's sometimes that might throw thicker. people off. But yeah. I love it though. Preparation's yeah. big. I mean, some mm -hmm. places do it super tender. Um, authentically in Japan, they keep it kind of rubbery and chewy. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do, how about your travels, Phil? I know that since you're the one of the gurus here in town, by the way, but do you expand your horizons and go into other uh, countries and cities? And uh, I'm and I'm it for work, by the way. Um, yes. Uh, so I actually had my first um, paid travel gig uh, to Anaheim through mm -hmm. Anaheim Tourism, um, but I'm trying to travel as much as possible. 2023, okay. I, I expect do a lot but yeah this past year um aside from japan we were just in london and stockholm uh, for about three weeks 
And uh, yeah, we hope to do okay. a lot more. And are you one on the menu, not like to say, because I know that you go to a lot of new places because it's it's what you do, which means that there is some sort of um, opening or maybe a list or something that you're going through. When you go to a new country, let's say if you go to, let's say, London, right? And all of a sudden, like, oh, look at this. Um, what's one of their, uh, uh, like, not chicken pot pie, but there's something else that they make there. Um, do you try to do all the things that you don't know before you do things that you do know? For instance, like something, oh, that's from, I know that. Versus like, oh, what is this? I'll try this instead. It's more the restaurant that interests me more than a okay. specific food mm -hmm. item and experience. Um, like, for example, for London, we were only there for four days. So it was hard to really jam in where we wanted to go and what we wanted to do. We didn't even eat any classic food. I didn't have any fish and chips or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that's really what interests me the most, more of the experience. Okay. All right. Mm. Well, okay. Have you been to, I have to ask a few, a few more areas. Have you been to Iceland? No, not yet. But... They have direct flights from Vegas. I really want to go. Oh, that's great. Okay. Um, my wife is super adverse to cold. I don't know why we're in Sweden <laughs> in December, but uh, well, her sister lives there. But um, yes, I definitely want to go. Okay. So they are you going to try puffin? It's big on the menu there. Yeah. yeah sure. I'm down. Okay. And then another secret thing that they have there. This is huge and like controversial. Is the whale. Oh. Which I think they do in Japan, Japan as, as well. well. Yeah, they serve whale sashimi mm -hmm. um, in your average supermarket still. Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on that? It's kind of like a super irony tuna. Or are you talking about like for environmental purposes? They shouldn't be selling it. I no, mean, that's, I'm that's talking about do you taste? like the taste? What are your thoughts? Because it, it's very like controversial. Like okay. So when we were in Iceland, we had to go in a back room to try it because it's frowned upon. Okay. Um, because of like, but they get it from Japan. Yeah. So it, it's, um, it would be more of a delicacy, okay. I think, in, in Iceland. Um, so of course I had to try it. Um, so I tried it cooked and raw. And what'd you think? I, I was not a fan. Okay. Of either or? No. Okay. Mm -mm. It's so, like a very irony tuna. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've only eaten it sashimi style. I've never had, oh, had it cooked. Oh, I've never had it cooked. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it was all right. It's not something I would actively seek out okay. in Iceland. I mean, if they get it from Japan. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you've you've been to Japan. And is it controversial there? Or is it just like going it's into the It's not supermarket? as controversial as it should be. I would imagine most of the protesters that are um, doing this are not Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You've had a, you got a good palate. That's the other thing too, I'm sure as well with their palate and stuff too. I do feel like that we're left out sometimes because, um, I can't do spicy. So I feel like I'm missing out on a whole world of flavors and stuff Why as well. Why can't you do spicy or um, you just it, choose not to? No, it, no, it hits me. Like if like I can, if it hits me, I start sneezing sometimes oh. as well, or, or I'll start, I'll cough a lot and then I'll start sneezing like a lot. So it did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but as I've gotten older, even like the slightest bit of it, it depends on the, um, and it's not per se heat per se, it, it depends on if it's a chili, it's, you know, as we all know, there's different types of spices. So some I can do a little bit more than others. I call it the front of the tongue versus the back of them. And it's the back that gets me when it gets back there. And when it hits me, it's like, that's when I go like almost and I sneeze a lot and things like that as well. Mm. Do your I, eyes water? Everything. Yeah. Do you like Indian food? I do, but I have to do it, you know, mild. Mild. Mm -hmm. okay. Love Indian food though, but do have to do it really mild. And for anyone out there, as we all know, and they go, oh, that's not really spicy. I go, no, it's not spicy for you. Right. Because that's your, that's your level. I it's can't do mine. any spice. Mm -hmm. Do you like spice? I do like spice. Yeah. yeah. My stomach would disagree, but um, I love it. Oh, this okay. is a good question then. Let's yeah. talk about the, uh, I always like this, the little jalapeno oh, levels. Oh, shit. You know, okay. have you done that whole test? Like what's your highest level jalapeno you can go with? I haven't. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't try to do tests of it. I okay. mean, whatever it comes out. Um, recently, uh, I do a podcast as well, feature, uh, focusing on social media and food. Mm -hmm. And um, one of my guests, uh, Hooked LV, who's a big account in town, uh, we did the last dab from Hot Ones as the first dab. Okay. And uh, it's pretty damn hot. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, sweat broke out in about in less than 10 minutes. Okay. Wow, that's incredible. And by the way, um, speaking of your social media and your food stuff, um, I, I love what you're doing, by the way, because I feel like it goes hand in hand more so than anything else. Um, I love looking at everything you do on your on your social media. Guys, you got to check out his, um, you know, his um, LA, the Las Vegas Phil at, at, on Instagram and stuff like that. But it's unbelievable the way that you shoot it and everything as well. It's it's pretty incredible. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. And it just looks so sexy all the time. How do you do that? Are you Are you filming this as well? So I do everything on my phone. Yeah. I have a handheld light. Right. I use my phone and I edit everything have on my phone this? as well. It's sexy as shit. I mean, I everything need to you see it. Maybe I need to start going out with this light. Right. 
Yeah. I'm telling you, lighting is everything. Yeah. Toga Madeira, I mean, okay. you can't do a good TikTok unless you have a handheld light. Right. Okay. There's no way. But and you've been doing it for years to where it's like, you know, it's that thing when they do in those commercials when you look at a burger and you're like, ooh, look at the juices. It looks so this is good. what he does. It's, wow. it's insanity. No, I need to check out your socials. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And it does help yeah. the restaurant out a lot, I'm sure, for you because, you know, since you do, um, and I want to get more into your company as that as well, but um, when you're promoting that stuff, it just makes me go, what, what restaurant is this? And I want to be there at that moment. So you are helping them out in theory, which is great. Yeah, and it's a lot of it is about supporting local, support, supporting the mom and pops. Um, there are just so many restaurants in Vegas. Um, it's just hard to imagine they're all making money. Wow. But they seem uh, to be. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of crazy. How what many? It, go ahead. What about Chapala's? Have you tried Chapala's here? It's like an old Mexican hole in the wall off Tropicana. I haven't. Have to oh. try chapalas. Okay. So right. I've been literally. Spell that. How do you spell that? C H A P A L A S. Okay. okay. And it's okay. off of I want to say like between Sand Hill and Pecos McLeod. Um, it's like old school uh, Mexican food, and I've been going since junior high. I'll go for wow. a margarita if you're open after mm -hmm. this. Bill. I can't believe they've been <laughs> they've been open this long, and they have the best chips and salsa. Wow. So okay. I always get the same thing, a number thirty-two. <laughs> what's in what's in that? It's enchiladas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone likes enchiladas. Yeah. What do you Yeah. Do you go yeah. is that your go-to, by the way? Everybody's got a go-to. I was uh, gonna ask you what you're Mine yours is was. yeah, like Javier's, yeah. it's always enchiladas. Okay. Um like if it's cheaper uh, Mexican, then I do taquitos, like Roberto's. Okay. I love Roberto's. <laughs> Me too. It's like yeah. the best. Like if you've been out all night in Vegas, then you just know that you're going to hit the drive-thru of Roberto's. Okay. So this is a, like a takeout, like a version of that? Uh, Mexican. Super fast food. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah, very Carne popular sada. place in Vegas. Open 24 hours most mm -hmm. of the time. Nachos. Wow. Oh, so Yeah, That's breakfast great. burritos are usually my jam. Yes. And I joke that I've probably eaten a Roberto's breakfast burrito at every single hour of the day <laughs> in the 16 so years we've lived good. here. Yeah. I gotta yeah. go to this place too, Roberto. It's that right by fun. my house. Okay, yeah, we should it's try that. It's by Baskin Robbins. Oh, we need to stop by this. <laughs> she, you need to tell me your Baskin Robbins story, by the oh, way. Oh, I'm like, I need to hear this. I'm yeah. just obsessed with Baskin Robbins. I've been drinking Baskin Robbins since I was in high school. So, like, every day I just go and get a cappuccino blast. And even when I was sick in the hospital, my dad would bring me one. Aww. He'd be like, here's your Baskin right. Robbins. So, it's just been like, my thing and everyone's like how do you eat ice cream every day and stay so skinny yeah it's craziness and i had I'm to go like, and order one for once as well and i was like and i watched them make it and i was like holy crap i mean it's it's a it's a thing it's so but, delicious yeah, it it's looks... just a like a blended coffee mm -hmm. with a scoop of ice cream yeah, sounds great yeah. can't go wrong it's with amazing. that What's your go-to, Phil, by the way? Everybody's got a go-to. What's your go-to? Go-to where? Oh, like your food, like, you know, like your thing. Like your going. favorite there's, there's too many. There's too many places to go. Okay. And well, let's it's hard to be a regular anywhere, but if I could eat anything yes. every single day, it would be sushi. That's great. Oh. 100%. And then favorite sushi restaurant in Vegas? There's several, but um, if money doesn't matter, I'm going to Kame. Where's um, that at? It's uh, it's on Spring Mountain in the Lotus Apartments, very close to the Strip. Okay. And uh, they serve $350 and $500 omakase dinners. Wow. And uh, shout out to Chef Eric, uh, yeah. Young Sub Kim. Amazing stuff, uh, super luxurious and over the top. And it's just a, a great oh, time. Okay. Try it out. Do you frequent yeah. that place? Is Not to say often, but if you could, how We probably go maybe three times a year. That's great, oh, okay. yeah. yeah that's and amazing. then if you had to pick like a nice local sushi spot, favorite one? There, there's several. Okay. Um, so I love su uh, Sushi Hiroyoshi. It's located on Jones and Charleston. It's a husband and wife team. They don't have social media. They've been around for, what, six, seven years. And if you can get a reservation at the bar, which maybe has like eight seats, mm -hmm. um, that's a place to be. Um, I think dinner would be around between 100 and 150 per person. And it's just a, a great experience. I also love Tokyo Boys down in Henderson. Um, Chef Hiro does some great stuff. And then uh, Nene is a newer one on... Let me see. I think it's like Fort Apache and 215. Okay. So it's an ex-chef from Zuma. Uh, he opened up his own place. So it's basically Zuma quality food um, for a local's price. I just like the name Nene. Nene. That's amazing. Um, Phil, so when you add your social media now with restaurants and things like that, which you do with food, the blend of it, um, when you moved to Vegas and now you're doing the poker, but you fell into this as well because you've always been a foodie, like you said, or didn't know it. Um, 
how did you start deciding that, you know, if I put this on social media, how did you, um, um, fine tune it with restaurants at this point? Like you know, if you have a roster of well-known eateries, what, what does your company do with that? By the way, I know you promote certain things, but I know you're promoting the food as like you said, the restaurant pretty much. Right. So when you shoot something, um, how, how did that start for you? You know, I, for people out there who want to start like, you know, let's say, a like how a lot of people do their animals on, you know, animals are one of the biggest things on social media, by the way, you know, you show a dog, it gets like a thousand hits right away. Obviously we all know that. Right. So how did you start getting a following and build your reputation as far as what you do? Absolutely. So I initially started on Yelp. Okay. Um, maybe back in 2007, 2008, before they had a community manager and any of that stuff and just started writing my reviews. Cause I, I had a swing shift job. My wife would pick me up at 11 PM. We go out to dinner midnight so i was always looking for a late night places to go okay and then i caught the writing bug and started writing reviews um fast forward a couple of years um i started this sounds egotistical i became like yelp famous um so restaurants recognized me in the places other yelpers and then around 2016 2017 i noticed there was a whole new group of foodies um that were kind of presenting food in a completely different way on instagram okay um they could focus on one dish their favorite dish versus on yelp you have to write about the whole experience so I loved that, and I and that's when I transitioned into that. I met a lot of the initial food accounts that blew up in Vegas, uh, Unlocked, uh, Ryu Sauce, Eat Me Las Vegas, Ninja the Foodie, Saverson City, a bunch of others. Mm -hmm. And I learned from them Got it. Uh, how to do it, and, uh, and that's kind of where it started. 2017 you, is when I started taking it seriously. Were you doing photos on your Yelp or just the write-ups at the time? I was doing write-ups and photos. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now when you do it on, obviously, social media, it's just a small snippet of what you can write, but the picture shows a thousand more. It's like they always say, correct? Right. But nobody posts pictures anymore. You can't yeah. get any traction anymore, especially okay. with food. Okay. All right. Well, what do you say? So it's always video. Has yeah. to be always video. And, and, and the, the thing now um, for the last, since the pandemic has been uh, narrated a food video. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, you got to look at his stuff, man. I know, it's like I'm super trying sexy. to find oh him. Oh my God. Every time I like any, any new post that since we started talking, I was like, oh, I'm like, where is this? I want to go right here wherever he is. So, um, and so let me ask you this now. What is, um, so your wife now, um, now that you both are here in Vegas, basically, um, what is she doing now? So she actually uh, helps me um, with all my social media stuff. We handle, I don't know, 15 to 20 social media accounts mm -hmm. and she runs uh, three restaurants uh, by herself. Oh, wow. Uh, she's gotten really good at editing videos. Great. And, and knows, has a really good eye for how to market things. And she's basically my food stylist. I yeah. mean, all the crab videos, all the butter dips, all the lobster tails, <laughs> that's all her. Okay. Um, so uh, she's kind of like my muse. Love that. As far as for food styling. How and long have you guys been together for now? Uh, we've been married uh, over 15 years. We just celebrated. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Easy? Never easy. But how, how's that? I mean, I love the fact that you guys work together too, by the way, because I know that's... Uh, easy or hard to work with yeah. your partner? Mm -hmm. I think I tr I try to make it as easy as possible, but uh, she probably would. Yeah, She'd probably give me okay. a, a different. Okay, so answer. easy for you, working with her. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I basically just let her do what she wants because she knows how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it's been great. Uh, she was in Japanese tourism before that, but since the pandemic, no Japanese were really traveling into Vegas anymore. Mm -hmm. So all those companies, all that business, uh, dried up. Okay. She's done a great job. That's amazing. Yeah. Where do you see yourself um, taking this, what you're doing right now? Are you happy in your space right now? Or are you going to try to expand on it? So my short-term focus is YouTube um, and my podcast okay. as well. Okay. How's the podcast doing? Pretty good. I mean, the numbers are just okay, um, but it's super fun to do. And I, I think um, Drew Belcher unlocked to host a residency uh, gave me some great advice. I mean, he's saying, I mean, do it because you love it. Don't yeah, do it. Exactly. Because you're hoping for 100 K downloads on an episode and things like that. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's the same thing with social media. If you, if you have passion for what you're posting, if it feels authentic, someone is going to feel that too. Yeah. It's a really that's good answer. It goes off. I feel it from your posts all the time. Yeah. Tell you. Um, how's just so, um, I know that, you know, um, Paul, if I'm, I don't want to butcher his name, Paul, Paul Ryu. Ray, thank you very much. Ryu. Yeah. Um, you know him as well. Um, how is your circle of all the other critics? I, it's funny because on the time that I reached out to you as well, the reason yeah, why he told did, me, he told me you guys reached out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So because you guys all did this awesome thing together, it's like three or four of you guys uh, all together. And I was like, I thought that was fantastic with you and the other foodies. So yeah. how's that relationship? Paul's amazing. Okay. I mean, if not for social media, I think we'd still be friends no matter what anyway. Um, I've known him, God, for six years now, so at least. Um, but 
It's interesting that you say food critic, and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to backtrack on that. Uh, we're not really food critics. We don't post negative uh, right. things. That's why I tried to backtrack and say foodie. I've done Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Foodie. So a I critic myself, will, yeah. will speak positive and negative? Yeah, critic okay. means being critical, and we're not critical. We okay. only post things that we like. Okay. And if, if there's something we dislike, we will tell the restaurant why we didn't like it and why we're not posting. Thanks for clarifying And how, yeah. how are they when you give them that type of feedback, typically? Pretty bummed out. <laughs> Do you yeah. think that they're like, eh, he, do they take to heart what you say or are they like, eh, he doesn't like it, someone else will? <clears throat> I mean, I don't care what they think, to be honest. I, yeah. I, I just tell them what I think and yeah. why I'm, I mean, if they, if they take it to heart, That's great. That's their if decision. Not. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I have to say, especially with the mom and pop places, if me and Paul walk in there, um, they're pretty excited. They're pretty of jazzed course. that we're there because um, right. they're hoping for, for big business after we post. Okay. Yeah, see, that's yeah. that's the video that I love. That you're all you're giving back, you know, and that's yeah. one thing that I love about this. Do you feel like the restaurants are um, like give you a hard time about an ROI? Like, hey, we're going to bring you in, we're going to take care of you, but we want to see that you're going to send business in. Or do you not really feel like that when you show up and agree to review? Right. All I can all I can do is make the best post possible. I have no idea what the Instagram or TikTok algorithm is going to do. And okay. sometimes they fizzle out. I, I wish some of the paid posts did better. Um, but that's just the nature of the business. Right. right. But uh, I guess what I'm hearing from you, are you asking from the business owner of that restaurant? Right. Theory? Like, I, I guess, you know, like, because they are looking at you now, Phil, like as if you're, when you walk in, like you said, the mom and pop shop, it's it's now putting a stamp of approval on their on their space yes. as, as it, because of your, you know, your um, celebrity here. But at the same time, though, I guess, um, you know, you're at, that's what you're asking pretty much, right? Is, if, is there really any way to gauge like an ROI? Like by having you in and then like you driving traffic there. So sometimes owners will tell me, you know, what's happened since, I mean, uh, and how business is picked up. But a lot of times, you know, I'm just at home. I just see 10K likes and in my brain, it's just like a video game. So gotcha. it doesn't hit me that it's, you know, 5,000 people share this post or things like that. So right. a lot of times I don't follow up. Okay. Um, right. Right. But yeah, right. Like you're saying, like whatever you see on there, it's not like you're not resonating. It's like it's bringing more business to that to that restaurant. Right. I still that. live in my own bubble, mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, and sometimes I just don't know. It's a kind of less pressure and makes it a little more like authentic for you to kind of do your job and give like a good review. I feel. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. try to do that. But going back to Paul Parayu and mm -hmm. the whole social media foodie social media community in Vegas, it's amazing. Looks really. like it. I mean, there's. Very little drama. Everyone pretty much gets along with everyone, and we share a lot of our ideas, secrets, and we all learn from each other and become better. And and if one has success, I mean, we all have success. That's true. To be honest. Yeah. Right. Mm. I like that. You guys are community, and it like, it shows from yes. what I saw in a few. This is the one you were talking about. Uh, yep, that's this right there. I mean, look at the look at this first one with the drink and stuff. Yeah. Even so. That's crazy. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, your your photos are. I'm sorry, your videos are amazing on Thank there. Thank you. Um, are you? Do you have any um, insight on what would be your perfect? And then I'm going to get some dating stuff with you. But your perfect. What would be your perfect restaurant? You know, you go. Well, if I had a restaurant, this is what I would do. And I know you say you're not that good of a cook, but I'm sure your thought has to go there. Like it's like, for me, it's like I would want all my favorites in <laughs> one right. spot. So have you ever in your mind kind of ever thought about that? So as crazy as this sounds, I get tons of DMs asking where my restaurant is and where I'm located. I'm okay. like, can you freaking imagine if I was a restaurant cooking all that stuff? I mean, you gotta be crazy. Yeah. So this has so happened, amazing. This, ha this has happened for years. Um, I don't know. Food I, court. I guess, yeah. or people don't read captions ever. Um, so I think that's what I would do. I would do like a Las, a Las Vegas Phil food court. Okay. Where basically you could have anything that you wanted. And that would really be the dream. That's actually a pretty good concept, by the way. Yeah. You know, I think that's actually a pretty amazing concept. Yeah. Actually. And in 10, 5, mm -hmm. 10, 20 years, I mean, it'll probably just be all automated anyway. I mean, you probably go to a crazy vending machine and do an omakase right. <laughs> vending machine. All right, Vegas know. people, I think you need to hire Phil to do like a, um, a food truck situation. And then you bring in your best food trucks mm. to an event. That's, that's the start. I think that'd be a really amazing start. Like it'd be like. Uh, or do you food... think it takes from the experience? I, a lot of actually, a lot of foodies have done food truck events mm -hmm. in the past, and they've been very successful. Um, I'm a bit more of a snob. I want more fine dining. Okay. So I think you want to um... be sitting and taking your time, right? Well. I, and that's the thing. Uh, someone asked me the other day why I don't do food trucks that often. Um, while I love supporting mom and pops, I just love having a restroom and running water <laughs> and a bar, and, and not my napkin's not flying away. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. 
It's yeah, the worst is when you're trying to look for somewhere to sit. Yeah. There's yes. a big one in Los Angeles at the, um, it's called the Smorgasbord um, mm-hmm. in the downtown area. And it's just like, it's it's overfilled, but there's nowhere to ever really sit. So every time you order something, you're waiting in long lines, but then you have in your hand, you're like you said, your napkins here, your drinks here, and you're trying to figure it out where I just want to like, just sit at a table mm. and just eat my food. Because then I just get discouraged and I throw the rest of it out anyways, though. Because you can't really enjoy. Right, I can't enjoy because you're walking or you're bumping into people and just yeah. you don't have yeah. that that space of just really tasting and enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, eating in your car. No, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm okay. Not Okay. Yeah. All right. So here's a good one for you. So online, I want to jump in the dating space with you. Um, what would you recommend as a good starter for someone who is like, you know, first date, um, they're picking a restaurant and I'm, and I'm talking more of the type of cuisine more than the restaurant itself. So Chinese, Italian, Mexican, what's, what do you think is a good go-to starter spot for that date night. both people will enjoy? Um, I love Italian. I mean, that's that's a great way to go. That's easy a good way one. to go. Mm-hmm. And any time you can have a shared plate, it means a more of a shared experience. Like tapas. And then, yeah, tapas yeah. Mm-hmm. is another great one too. Okay. Um, so I, I would go with that. Certain places I love would be like La Strega. I don't know if you guys have ever mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um, on the Strip, I mean, really depends on the budget for a first date. Okay. I don't know. I See, I haven't dated in 16, 17 <laughs> years, so I don't even know. This is like way before apps and all that stuff. Where would you so take your know. wife, Phil? That's the question of your first date. On <laughs> a <laughs> first date? No. Uh, well, and think about this very, think about this, because remember, if like you, you were know picking. food. Yeah. Right, but but if he's picking for a first date, let's just say that you choose Like, it what are you and, thinking? Yeah. But I want to know, uh, because. You know, the, the thought is. We should just go wherever she wants to go. Okay. Because I was going to say, you have to be mindful of your day. Because what if she doesn't like Chinese? What if she's or like what Mexican? If she's so vegan. now you put in, right, that's what right. I wanted to know. So what's a good middle ground, you know, for the layman out here? I think Italian's good. I think Italian's that's a good great. One. Italian's yeah. easy. If you're vegan or vegetarian, there's, there's stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good one. Because I'll tell yeah. you, like, if someone's taking me out on a date, I'm not picking. I'm going to be like, take me somewhere fabulous. Right. And that's when you okay. said about well, the women thing enough. of it, though, too. Yeah. A lot of yeah. girls will be like, just choose something. Right. Because you know, it shows they want to see. I want to see I, what they're going to create, mm-hmm. what they're going to pick. Like, where are we going? Right. And I probably pick through their IG or oh, Tinder or whatever so yeah. and see whatever's on the plate. Yeah. I was just about to say yeah. I would do my homework, too, just on a bat- yeah. background Yeah, I mean, check. if it's an important date, then, yeah, you should do some okay. homework. Okay. okay. What if she's just eating bakeries? <laughs> Like me, yeah. <laughs> what if she just goes to Baskin Robbins, cream. Phil? What do you do then? He goes to the I mean, Italian's Robbins. always a good one. Mm-hmm. Like, did you like Carbone? Love Carbone. I love Carbone. Oh my god, so one of the delicious. toughest reservations to get, but so good every time. Okay, yeah. And it's, then, it's, um, is it Gloria? What's the place next to it? The steak place? Is it Gloria? Oh, G? JG, uh, John G- George Steakhouse. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. What do you think of their their steakhouse? I think it's solid. I don't okay. think it's it's not my favorite in town. Yeah. But I think it's a solid place. Great date night as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aria has done a really great job um, collecting a bunch of great restaurants. I think that they dates. have an amazing selection of restaurants at Aria. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite go tos because there's just so much that you can you can get there. Right. Which yeah. which. And- Oh, sorry. It uh, gives me a question on that. We said about Aria. Has anyone ever asked, because I know that, you know, you're always going to get some sort of questions like these. Um, has anyone ever said, hey, Phil, we'd like you to maybe help us with our concept for, um, you know, like, like an Aria, you know, like there's six restaurants, they're empty. Let's put these types in there. What's your thought? Is that something that would interest you? Yeah, I'm always down for consulting. I've done mm-hmm. some consult restaurant consulting in the past, Great. but to actually curate and set up um, restaurants in a, a resort or something like that, I mean, think, I think that would be Amazing. Yeah, yeah. That sounds pretty fantastic. Yeah. You know, you actually have free range, but that's also a lot of trust, which is, says something about sure. you though, for sure. For sure. But so. yeah, I mean, you look at places like Cosmopolitan and what they've been able to, to curate and, and the brands that they've been able to bring in. I mean, the fact that Hattie B's is still in town. I mean, Nashville's hottest chicken ever, Momofuku, all that stuff. They did Excellent first too, didn't they? They did Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember well. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's really incredible. I, I hope they all stay uh, now that MGM's taken over, but we'll see what happens. Oh. Wait, MGM took over Cosmo? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Don't bring in your ways, MGM. <laughs> 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 You're going to have Phil to deal with after this. So, all right. So another question then too, um, food-wise for you as well, um, what, if, what is your dessert side? What is your, how's your taste on that? So I'm not a dessert guy. Okay, that's, I mean, if you look I didn't at my, see much on Yeah, there. if you look at my post, I don't. I'm not really that into it. I don't really care. I'd rather have an extra appetizer than a okay. dessert. Okay, mm. all right. Speaking of which, that's a good one then too. Are you more of an appetizer guy or are you more of a, an entree guy? It depends on the restaurant. Mm-hmm. But um, like for example, Bardot, which is at Aria, 
I'm more of an appetizer guy. We'll actually just order four or five apps and nice. not even get an entree and just share everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. I uh, love doing that. Which says something yeah. about them, about their apps in for sure, that they have a good array of apps in. Yeah. It sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. And I think Tokamadera actually might be a great place to do that too. You can split a steak. I don't know how, how much you like your date, but... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Especially if he chose the spot too. When you got on this date, when is this coming up? By so the way, so oh, he chose this. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm, he it's was not looking he good. Said, <laughs> he said, "Unless you want it." Um, he mentioned somewhere else, but I had already eaten there. Um, what's the place at? Is it Resorts World, the Steakhouse, Carver's? A Carver Steak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've already eaten there a few times. Okay. I'm like, eh. All right. I think they're and they're really expensive. I feel Carver like is definitely one of the more pricey steakhouses in town. And you, yeah. you just think they're just... I think it's great. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I think, think like a great. dinner of yeah. two, it was around, right around, and I don't drink, it was right around $800. Yeah. Wow. So right adding there. wine to that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah shout out to Chef Daniel Ontiveros, does some great stuff. Um, the flavors of the steaks are are really like none other in town. Okay. Because um, they put a lot of red wine, shallot butter all over everything. Okay. Well, yeah. while I'm here, I'm a big, I'm a big Asian flair guy. So what do you recommend? Because I see a lot of stuff that you do is you frequent the Asian part. Um, but there, what's the one with the um, hidden, um, and I call it the hidden door, um, coffee coffee house. There's a coffee shop and it's like it's like this big door. It's a it's a like a wooden door, and it's almost like a speakeasy. Oh, Gabi! Thank you very much. So in yeah. that area there, um, what what side of town is that? By the way, that would be just Spring Mountain. Yeah, okay, yeah. There's a lot of really. Yeah. Uh, what about that area? That's why I was in that area. And I was like, whoa, my head started spinning. Yeah, so. Spring Mountain is basically the Olympics of Asian food. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's it's so crammed with so many amazing places. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and Gabi is is definitely one of the. One of the hot they spots have like right now. good little desserts. Yeah, they did. And so what would you recommend for a first time or going to that area as myself, just picking because there are a lot of restaurants there. What would you recommend? I mean, really depends on price point and your preference and things like that. I, okay. It's hard to choose just one place to start. Yeah, I just want He's just something just me. yummy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am. <laughs> there's no budget. That's good to know though. But there's a few that I could just probably walk in. Would you... I mean, there's so many, there's like street food, like street food, mm -hmm. like Shaolong Bao at Shanghai Taste, or if you want to do Kame, if you want to do a fancy sushi experience, Lamai for some of the best Thai in Vegas. And there's just so many, Partage, right. um, which is a French restaurant on Spring Mountain, Sparrow and Wolf, which is a basically an American restaurant. And these are all amazing places, and it's kind of made... Spring Mountain, a really cool melting pot. That's great. Yeah. How far outside of your hub do you go? I, I know it's like you've said, if, if we're, and I'm, and forgive me because I'm like, I don't come to Vegas often, but yeah. with the strip and then that area there, how far out do you like Henderson, for instance, where she lives? I'm not going to draw the line. Hey, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm just picking. everyone where I live. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> Henderson, did I say it? Yeah. Henderson. I said an area, you know, um, so in an area. Where I live in Summerlin. That's all, that's all I, I know. You know, that's all I know. So I guess I'm asking like how far out um, of, of a space would you go? And I, mean, I don't want to drive an hour. Okay. Okay. So some place, some of the taco trucks and way up in North Las Vegas. I, I mean, I probably should just get a room somewhere. Okay. I'm going up there or, or go to the North Las Vegas airport. Right. Because we all have a hub. <laughs> you know, it's like even me being in LA, it's that thing where I have a certain area that I'm just not going to venture. Like I love um, Silver Lake, but I'm not going to try to get to that point all the time. To well, LA is a different thing. I don't know how LA foodies do it. I mean, driving all over town mm -hmm. to shoot stuff. I mean, that's crazy. Right. And that's me. what I meant saying, forgive me. I don't know yeah. how wide yeah. a, a the space traffic's Vegas not that bad is. in Vegas. Okay. So I don't, I don't mind. If the food's good, I'm going to drive no matter what percentage of Vegas have you not discovered yet still in your mind? Is there a list that you might have that you go, oh, I still need to go to this well, place? Well, I live in the Southwest, so I probably have not hit up as many East Side places okay. as I should. That you know of as well? You know, like, do you know of these East Side places you're I mean, talking there's so about? so many places opening every week. It's yeah. just, yeah, Ridiculous. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the percentage is, to be honest. Okay. I would say on the Strip, the percent of restaurants I haven't eaten at on the Strip, I don't know, 30%. Okay. All right. Now we're going to... Best, gonna... your best steakhouse. So I'm going to give you three. Okay. For top different three. reasons. I like that. Bazaar Meat at Sahara is still my favorite. They offer a lot of atypical cuts of beef. And instead of a date night, I prefer going with a group because right. that way you can share so much good stuff that they have. Okay. Um, I love Golden Steer because it's basically like a living museum. Um, it's the oldest steakhouse in town. And it's just the vibe is great. Okay. And the, the and they still live up to their Sahara, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, finally Barry's um, oh. downtown prime is unbelievable. Chef Barry and Yassine, the GM, have done a wonderful job 
uh, putting that together. And it just, I can't believe Circa is even part of downtown still, even when I'm there. It's just amazing. Yeah. Some of the um, Michael's. Are the best. It's past its prime. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think for nostalgia like a, stake. A hidden gem. Yeah. Like I've sent people there and they're like, am I in the right place? And I'm like, I know, just go. Is this the, is this the Michael's place? It's South Point. It, it's at South Point. <clears throat> yeah. People are like, I'm not going to South Point. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I think it's still solid. And I think a lot of people have created amazing memories there. And, and, that, and that's why they go back. But I think if you're going, you know, ribeye to ribeye, I don't know. I don't know if Michael's measures it. Right. Okay. But it's I, a good vibe. Yeah, I feel like sure. like that's I that's a that. huge part of sometimes of the dinner experience though too, or just a restaurant experience. I should say is that um it's more about the, the vibe than sometimes the food. Yeah. And so I know like some of these old establishments, you know, like you were talking about. The I don't want to walk through there. I'm going to smell like smoke. Yeah. Oh, is that do they still do a lot of that in there? Well, in in South Point, I just feel like it's it's not very open. Okay. So okay. Yeah. If I want to go to a nice dinner, I just. Sometimes I don't want to walk through like the casino and smell. Like I see smoke what you're saying, when right? I'm trying to enjoy a nice right. meal, but I'll take I'll take the up. vibe over the meal sometimes any day as well, though. But really? I do like, oh yeah, because it's like you know, it's just you you feel that I don't want to say at Are home, but yeah, the experience. Like yeah. you mentioned, you know, the few old places that you like. Um, one of the Mexican restaurant mm -hmm. you talked about, he doesn't know about. It's like you. You experience that, but then it's always your go-to and you just, you know, rather than go somewhere new, I'd rather go to a go-to that I know I'm going to have a good meal and also the vibe and the experience is good as well. Sometimes, you know, you go, like you said, you go to a new place and like in your experience, cause you, that's what you do. But for most of us, it's like, we're it's like, oh, wank, wank, you know, like, and it's like, damn it. I was hoping this place would be really good. And it yeah. just fell really short because I'm not going out the next day again to another place. Oh, well, this will make up for it. Right. You know, so you, you're, you're, you have that. Which yeah. And is it great. bothers me when I get DMS like, Hey, I went to the place cause of you and I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And, and, but you know, everyone's got different tastes. Yeah. Right. I, I can't, I can't, I can't be mad you. at yeah. you for that. Yeah. But I, they do sometimes. But those videos draw you in. <laughs> um, when, do you, when do you know if it's a group situation? I heard you say something out. It's good to go as a group versus you going out as a date. I think something. it's great to go as a group. Right. But I can try Absolutely. everything. But, I, but my Absolutely. question is like, which, like, do you know when you're going into it, for instance, like you're going back to a restaurant, hey, this is, we're, let's bring a group this time versus let's just do this on our own. Is it just atmosphere that creates that for you? Or like you were talking about this one steakhouse, it just seemed like that one for you was a better group than some of the other ones. It's really the menu items, okay. to be honest, wh whether it's a date night or a group night. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got it. Mm. Have you heard of the finger something? Finger tour? licking foodie tours. Yes. Yes. Lip smacking foodie tours, finger licking foodie tours. Yes. I've done several of those. Uh, my that good sounds spicy. Yeah. My no. good friend, uh, Vegas Starfish, Jennifer Gay, okay. runs the social media uh, for them. And then uh, Donald's. Uh, who uh, owns the, who's been an owner of the place for, God, almost eight years, 10 years now. Mm -hmm. He's done a remarkable job putting okay. together a great roster of restaurants. Yes. Shout out yeah. to them because if it wasn't for them, they actually reached out to me on social. Um, I wouldn't have been able to try all the amazing places at Aria, well, let, which have brought yeah. me back to Aria. Let, to our, let our audience know. You, you call it the finger licking. And what is what So is the, the main, the, the primary one is lip smacking foodie tours. Okay. And then finger licking foodie tours is mm -hmm. kind of like their... Um, like self-guided ones and a lot of the, uh, the less fancy ones, but right. really fun. Okay. So you hit three restaurants typically in one night and it's like a little taster of every okay. little restaurant. That's what I want so to So I loved the Aria one and then I recently did one at Park MGM. Mm, mm -hmm. Not so much. Yeah. I think it was just the restaurants. You know, I like preferred the, the more, I, won't, I don't want to say like higher end, but yeah. Yeah, but what Donald has done, what he's built, I mean, I was a concierge guy in 2013, 2014, and he would stop by every concierge desk all over Vegas, just relentless, just pounding away at us to promote his stuff and right. to see the success that he's had, um, that Jen has brought in for him as well. Oh, that's amazing. It's been incredible. How many years yeah. now for him? God, lip smacking foodie tours. I, I'm thinking like 2014 is okay. when I started. Wow. That's a good run. Wow. Yeah. Nine years. Yeah. And the fact that he's curated a lot of restaurants that you would think would never need a food tour to come in. Um, and he somehow managed to make it. Amazing. And it sounds like it's always something different as yeah, well. Yeah. Do they, how together. often do they rotate the That's restaurants? That's a good question. I'm not sure. There's so many different tours now, now that he does okay. um, bef than before. So uh, the most recent one I did was the Ultimate Steakhouse Tour, which was unbelievable. Um, it's $1,000 per person, and you go, you started at Bazaar Meat, then we went to, oh my God, uh, Prime at Bellagio, okay. mm -hmm. and then we finished off at Mastro's at okay. Crystal's, and it was just uh, the most over-the-top 
uh, tour. Were you yeah. able to eat everything? Yeah. Mastro's, uh, <laughs> it was tough. It was tough. Yeah. We did box up a lot. Okay. Um, it is a lot of food. I would recommend not eating breakfast or lunch, uh, maybe the day before as well. All right. To, to jam it as <laughs> Fast much as for an entire day. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think that's my advice. But it was super over the top, included a limo, and it was just a, a really cool experience. How many people total in that situation? So experience. this one was uh, primarily an influencer dinner. Okay. Um, so we didn't have, there weren't regular customers mm. because we were all shooting with, we had our handheld lights and all that stuff. Um, so ours was like, I think in like six or eight. Okay. Yeah. That's Very great. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So for your Netflix and chill types, Phil, I know that you're an out, an out and about type guy, but people who just want to just order it in, order that takeout, you know, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? And um, is it... Do they just go for the pizza route, the easy route, or they just got to get a little more in there and just be a little bit more, um, like Jamie said, wow me, you know, to think outside the box, bring some stuff in that we can eat at home. What travels well and what do you think on that, the takeout situation? So my go-to takeouts are pretty much more healthy. Um, I love parsley. Mm -hmm. I love like greens and proteins, okay. uh, protein source, things like that. But if we're doing like Netflix and chill, I, I love Korean food. I think they package it up super well for takeout, um, like Q Bistro um, does a great job with that. And if I'm watching Netflix, uh, my the show I'm watching right now is Singles Inferno. I don't know if you guys watch mm -mm. that, but it's a Korean dating show. Okay. And it's just, uh, I love Korean TV shows. Nice. Um, and it's, I'm fucking hooked. Puts you in the mood, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right. Yeah. See, because that's what I feel like, especially during COVID time, that's all we could do. So I remember yeah. ordering from some really swanky restaurants. And I like the fact that it actually made it, um, uh, they made it easier and more accessible with some of the bigger restaurants that you would only go out to for sit down dinners at these fancy meals. And then you could actually go and pick it up and then bring it home. But then you wonder, like I was, why I was asking, is of how well does it carry when you bring it home? And sometimes it's a little disappointing because if it's cold, you're like, oh, I wish it would have been better there. Where something yeah. like you said, Korean, in that sense, travels better and it sits better at home. Yeah. So don't go too outside the box, people. Just yeah, stay I, I wouldn't go too fancy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Takeout. I mean, nobody wants to get berries or bizarre meat to go. Right. Yeah. Steak tartare in an aluminum <laughs> right? box is not is not pleasing. And I gotta ask this for my girl Harmony. Best pizza spot in Vegas. Wow, this is this might be controversial. Okay. Um mm -hmm. I'm gonna name a few. Okay. Is that okay? I like that. Uh, <laughs> top three. Pizza Rock. Okay. Yeah. Um, just like the selection, yes. uh, the number of ovens, the number of styles they cook. I mean, there's something for everyone. If okay. you can't find a pizza that you like there, then that's on you. Yeah. Um, I love good pie. I think Vincent Rotolo down the arts district does some amazing mm. stuff. And then number three. Oh, please say mine. Oh, jeez. <laughs> please say mine. Okay, I'm going to, my wife loves Grimaldi's. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I know that? Okay. <laughs> she was manifesting it to you. I'm so excited. The wife likes it, okay. but what do you like? So she just like, well, what, what's your go-to pizza there? A just standard pie, like a pepperoni and, and yeah, pepperoni okay. and cheese. Sometimes I'll add mushroom. My wife likes just a plain pizza, extra cheese, okay. maybe extra basil or sauce. Okay. Um, so that's what we get. So it sounds like they do the basics there really well. Yes. They, like, they don't even Versus offer that range. first place you mentioned. That one with the range. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so we, I'm sorry, that's one more probably time. the is pizza this... I eat the most because that's what my wife Is this okay. one location or is this a... Grimaldi is... Yeah. They have several locations. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. There's one in Henderson on Eastern. Yes. Yeah. The original is in Brooklyn in New York. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Right by the bridge. I nice. used to live right by there. I could walk to the old Grimaldi's. Nice. Yeah. Wish I kept that apartment. <laughs> you have to go to Japan first, though. You have yeah. to leave it all. You probably wouldn't have your wife, though, either. Too much baggage. Yeah. Right he did the yeah. right thing. If I still own that apartment with whoever I own it with, I'd, I mean, all that money would be going to psychiatry bills, probably. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> well, good thing you got out of that. Yeah. Do you, I didn't ask you, do you guys have kids? We don't. Okay. Which is probably okay. why I'm having so much fun. Okay, good. Sorry. <laughs> so, no, enjoy yourself. I was going to ask you, what do you guys actually, if you did, what's their, don't what's their do it. palette like? You know, I love getting little kids and like my daughter's, for instance, like, you know, we can expand their palate. They love sushi. They love trying new things. They've tried caviar. They've tried it all. Um, like we always say, you don't have to like everything, but just try it. 
And um, yeah, and they're going to be well on their way. So, yeah. but some of these little kids, I have one little kid, he's, I think he's 13 and um, he's one of my uh, clients and he's really well versed. His parents travel a lot and they've been to Japan. They've done to like the, like, you know, the Michelin stars, he's done it all. And this kid, I mean, he was telling me where to go the other day when I was like, remember I said, I expanded the Italian the other yeah. day. He actually told me, oh, Chris, you got to try this. But I'm like, why am I listening to a 13 year old? But he, he, knows. he knows and he was good at it. So I, I really admire people that get their kids out there and to have that space to and try new things versus just the standard kids eat macaroni and cheese, kids eat pizza. It's like, yeah. no, just take them out, expand. You'd be surprised. Yeah, it's the next generation of food TikTok and mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what those guys do. Is the, Speaking of which, is there anything new that's being done? I know you said video now, but what is your, where do you want to, where else do you want to do? What else in that space are you looking to do? You're happy right now? You good with it? I mean, I'm constantly trying to learn from new creators mm -hmm. all the time. I think my style is different now than it was a year ago, okay. two mm -hmm. years ago. And and you look at my videos from three years ago, I, I probably would cringe and most of the stuff I posted back then. Um, so that's kind of been my whole deal. Uh, within the community, people are always trying new and different things. And I, I love meeting up with new creators to see how they work yeah. and see how maybe I could apply that. And you uh, mean in any style. space, by the way, when you're talking about creators, you're talking about any any media space, yeah. right? Correct, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so even lifestyle creators, I mean, how they shoot things uh, is very interesting to me. And um, I try to apply it however I can. But really the big, the big thing right now that has really overtaken Las Vegas is Keith Lee. I don't know if you mm. know who he is. Mm -hmm. Keith Lee, 25 on TikTok. I love him. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Incredible. He, you talk about a food critic. He is the real, the biggest food critic in Las Vegas. Because the key to being a food critic is not giving a fuck. Right. Because oh. you don't care about the blowback. You know, he gives an honest rating and he is changing the face of Las Vegas restaurant business as we speak. I think he's amassed like 4 million new followers in the last two months, three wow. months. Wow. But you don't want to be a critic. Not not like how no. he does. Well, okay. How do you explain this? Yeah. I have too many uh, business connections to post negative reviews and okay. dog on restaurants. Okay. Um, I still want to be invited to things. And it, once you start giving one star, two star to places that you're invited to go, um, you're never getting it, invited it, again. It you sounds like it just doesn't mess with you. You would think that they would want to invite you back to give another review. Like, hey, we oh, no, they have this before. time. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me have you back and see what you think. I mean, I, as a business owner, I want an honest review. I'm like, don't tell me everything that's great about my product. Tell me where I can improve. Because that's what makes our product better. Same with restaurants. That's exactly what Keith Lee does. He'll, yeah. He doesn't criticize like the food. Mm -hmm. He'll say, like, this is my opinion. So don't take it to heart. Like, okay. if I like gotcha. this, you probably won't like it. Like, he'll establish it right on the spot. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a critic, like I said, everyone's got different tastes. And, yeah. But he gives his own authentic opinion. And, I mean, literally, within 24 hours of the post, the restaurant is just bananas. Wow. Lines out the door. I mean, it's just incredible. Wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's really cool. Yeah, that's a big wave to follow, man. I tell you, I mean, just keep that right on like yeah. that, though. That sounds fantastic, though. Yeah, he's done an amazing mm -hmm. job. I can't wait to see what he does next. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to meet him, but I think he's too big time. Oh, that's so. not yeah, true. I don't yeah. think so. Slide in his DM. Amber, get that meeting to happen, Amber. Come on. Make it happen. I'll try my best. <laughs> <laughs> just reach out to him. Like I did. Yeah. It's like sometimes it's just reaching out and you never know what you get. Or right? even like yeah. just collaborating. I already, with I already did. I okay. Already did. Well, <laughs> I'm going to do it then. Yeah. Okay. I'm be she, like, hey. she, gets, she gets stuff done. He's incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Unbelievable. Keith Lee, yes? Keith Lee right, 25 on TikTok. Okay. How did you come up with your name, by the way? Was was something else taken, Phil, or what? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Las Vegas Phil, P-H-I-L, was uh, taken by the Philharmonic in sound. So mm, that okay. was gone. LV Phil as well was gone. So Las Vegas Phil was kind of like just getting your fill of food in Las I Vegas. I love your play so on that, though. What it, that was happened. But a lot of people think I'm either uh, Filipino. Oh. Uh, and, uh, but that's, yeah. yeah I got it. I, I, I was like, it's such a great little play on words. I, I admire that. So, thank you. Um, how's your company doing, by the way? You know, it, what's, um, it's, it's everything going smoothly? Company's going great. We're great. busier than ever, great. to be honest. Um, we're kind of tapped out on the number of clients that we're taking. Okay. Um, I've probably turned down the last five or 10 inquiries. That was my quite next one. Do you have a team underneath you that actually it's just kind me of and filters? My wife. Okay. So, no one to help you filter out all the stuff you need done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, we do it all ourselves. Um, I, Currently, I currently own uh, three phones because uh, <laughs> you can only max out a certain number of accounts uh, per phone. 
See people, there's a reason out in the world to have a couple of phones without thinking someone's cheating on you. So yeah, or, no. you're, a drug, or you're a drug dealer, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else for Philip before we ask him a question no, today? No, I think I'm super excited. Yeah. There's actually a few restaurants that I wrote down that I'm gonna try out, and yeah, so yeah, good. Good. Yeah, she gets out enough, so I'll, I'll get her a recommendation on it as well because I feel like we have certain palettes and when it comes to things like that too. Yeah. So um, I would like to try some of this, that one sushi place you said though. Um, the, they do the omakasa yeah. style. I love that sort of yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, guys, we have uh, Phil Zing on the show. Um, thank you so much for being here today. We're going to ask you a question you, of the day. Um, so, and this is the dating question, so we're going to put you on the spot. Okay. So um, it goes, dating apps are starting to wear me down. Trying to think outside the box with new dates. I want to try dinners and a movie again to at least something to at least do something that I enjoy. Thoughts? Is it too much for a first date? Miss those days of courtship and love. Courtship. Oh courtship my god. And courtship and love. It's courtship now. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But... Sounds like he's an older older gentleman from the writing of this. So, what do you think? Dinner and a movie. I think it's lame. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Right. I agree. Why do you need to sit in silence for two hours? You don't. Right. I mean, so he just said with weird. the dating app, he yeah. said, now mind you, he said, I just want to, I just, you know, with dating apps, it's such a thing. He goes, I just want to do something that I enjoy. So well, what do you do on it after you meet? Sorry. I've I'm never used you. a dating app. So I, yeah. I, me I, what, neither. Do you, what do you do? I haven't. I swipe just, right. They say yes. And then right. what do you have a drink? Right. But coffee? it seems like he's like, if you go on um, enough dates, you know, it's like, okay. And they're failing. Um, I, it looks to me just looking into it when I, when I read this and that's why I picked it, it had something to do with food. Um, it was just that thing where he's, it sounds like he just wants to just at least have a good time for himself. If the date fails, at least I'm enjoying myself, you know, because once again, the whole point of going on a date, which people don't realize is that isn't the whole point of a date for you to go out and have fun when you meet someone as well, because there's so much pressure across, and hear me out. There's so much pressure across the table that people already have their, their little Rolodex of things that they want from someone and that they don't want, right? So most of the time, it's just like if the people just leave that all aside, and I'm not saying that the dinner and the movie thing is the best way for sure, but I think that he at least wants to enjoy the time that he's out on this date. And go by yourself somewhere. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah. And that's why you're the whole this point first. of the yeah. date is to make a connection with somebody, yeah, an actual human connection. And and yeah. you can't do that sitting in a movie. Right. And even sometimes like eating a meal. Like I can't have a conversation with you if I'm if I'm eating and quite frankly, I don't really want to eat in front of you until I get to know you right. and know that I want to spend more time with you. So what's the ideal first date? So now? for me, I do I always do surprised. coffee. Yeah. Coffee. It's, it's okay. gone. Yep. Yeah, it's gone. I go it's gone down to that. That limitation now. Because then you decide mm -hmm. if they're worth like spending or even in his case, like, do I want to take her to a nice dinner and spend a couple hundred dollars? Like, we may not hit it off. True. So right. I always say, like, coffee is, like, a safe bet or, like, tea or let's meet for, like, a dessert or, you for know, a, whatever. For a, and by the way, for a dating app, let's, let's just be very honest. Let's, for a yeah. dating app, that's the route to go. But when you've, if I met you in person and said, hey, would you, would you like to go out? I think it's a different level at that point because you're actually talking to someone for a minute and not mm -hmm. just kind of doing this banter on... On an app. On an app. You know, so if I met you in person, like out, like we talked for 15, 20 and minutes. And I knew that, that night, I already liked yes, you. Yes, right. And I go, hey, can I get your number? And then we go out. Mm -hmm. That's a different scenario. We're not going to coffee then. So yeah. let's just be very clear on that. I don't know. I, I, and usually like the women aren't the ones spending the money, but right. I still want to do something with you. Like let's go on a hike. Let's do something. Before... And that's what I meant. Like something outside yeah. of just, hey, let's dinner. just sit in front of coffee. And, you know, I, I think dinner either, but... is like a good investment, right? It's, it's a huge one. If you like someone. But it used to not be back in the day. That's so funny about these right. things like that. That's why I have to be devil's advocate with the question. I'm with you. I think it's a crappy idea. Sorry, guy. But um, but I, that's why I said <laughs> Sorry, that I feel like guy. he's a little bit older because he goes, where's the courtship and the love? You know, it's like back in the day, it's like even, I mean, you know, for my age, it's like that's what we did as kids and it was the norm. And then all of a sudden you realize you go... Yeah, dinner and movie kind of sucks. Like you can't talk to anyone. Mm -hmm. You're sitting across each other and you're and you're trying to make see if you're gonna make a move on this person that you barely know. So Ugh. where's it's it's just it's too much pressure. Now. Yeah. So it's it's changed a lot over the years. Yeah, I don't know how anyone is with anyone these days, especially <laughs> in Vegas. I mean, I have a a bunch of single friends and I don't know if they'll ever get with somebody because there is no courtship anymore. There's yeah. too many choices. And if you don't like somebody for whatever small reason, you can just move on to somebody else super right. easy. And that, what you just said right there is once again, why, why I tried to play devil's advocate because it's a question that we have to look at both sides is why he maybe asked the question. It's not the right 
kind of thing to do, but something like you said, maybe, hey guy, um, this is gonna be my answer to this now. Instead of dinner and movie, I think that, you know, do something of that space that you enjoy, but like hiking or maybe a walk or a picnic even for God's sake. I think that's, would you do a picnic no, with someone? You I'd wouldn't. be embarrassed. Okay, nope, would you be no embarrassed way. to do a picnic, by the way, Phil? Well, who's preparing the food, me? Oh my then yes, I would very <laughs> right? well, I would be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here's his bag of pretzels. Me and Phil are on the same page. Okay. All right, let me rephrase that. Would you guys go on a hike on a first date and then bring some protein bars or that and some water? Is that better? Would you do that? I would want to get outside. Okay. Yeah. And talk and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. I get, that's all. I guess so. What I'm getting at is the fact that, you know, there's then chances. Then I don't have to like sit here and. Right. You can run away from it. I can run away from I mean, I just feel like it's a little less like intimidating. Right. But what he's getting at, he said, there's, there's, a, there's a lost art to that, though, unfortunately, like the courtship. And that's part of the courtship, though. You have to get to sit and talk to someone face to face and engage in order to have well, like the courtship. Would I you agree to that? Totally. That's all. Well, those ways are long gone. Yeah, and like, I get that. Like people talking to 15 people on the app, it, trying to get their stories straight, pretty much, because, I mean, they're probably making shit up too. And they are, and, and quite frankly so are. weird. Look at kids nowadays. I mean, they're on their phones. Like my daughter the other day was on her phone talking to her friend on her phone. And I was like, are you guys texting each other? She goes, yeah. And I'm like, you're right here. And they it's go, yeah, we you're know. There. That, exactly. Right. And I thought uh, about. It. I didn't know. I did think about that. Yeah, but yeah. you know. But I did think about that boy. And and I was. And that's why I kind of asked questions as well. But but still though, it's like it just. It's not gonna. It's if it's that quiet, go sit in the back seat or sit next to her. You can still whisper whatever it is. But it's just everything's just changing now to where it's just all about fast, easy, and just um, not in your personal mm -hmm. space. Yeah. And if to you where don't people like it, don't even on. know what personal space is anymore. So like you said with your friends now, like all those single guys, it's like they're never going to find that right person in theory, because like I said, courtship's gone, but then everything has to be moving so fast and people make judgments, like snap judgments too quickly sometimes as well when they're dating, like, oh, we don't like this person because da da da. And it's like, you yeah, lost too much of too many people. To There's choose from. too many yeah. options. Yeah. yeah. That's Especially it. Especially if it's like yeah. a really good looking guy or an attractive girl. There's just so many options yeah. that you're like, eh, why am I going to, yeah. there's no way I would have dated anyone in my past. If the apps existed now, okay. I would have been so fucked. Right. How did you, you, I know that you said that your wife worked with you. How did you guys start your, like that whole courtship for you then back then? 15 so years ago. I, yeah, I lived in a small city called Toyohashi and uh, the building was filled with um, foreign, like uh, expats, Australian, American, British. I was so bored because there was nothing going on uh, in that city. I taught everyone how to play poker. Yeah. And so I would start hosting weekly. That's great. Uh, Poker weekly poker, poker games, poker tournaments. And then one of my friends who worked with my wife um, taught her how to play at work because they were bored. Okay. And so she started coming to the games. Um, so yeah, it pays off to gamble Man. sometimes. Ah. That's how it worked. Can I just say, and we're going we're gonna to in on this one, the next time you come up with some bored situation, <laughs> let me be involved because you do some amazing <laughs> things, dude. I tell you, everything is bored. It's like turned into something amazing. Nice I job. I don't take it for granted. It's been yeah. a crazy journey yeah. and I, I can't wait to see what's next. Yeah. Oh my awesome. God, you've been amazing, Phil. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank um, you so much. Yes, yeah. please plug your plug your socials, whatever you need to plug, please. Sure. Uh, follow me at Las Vegas Phil, F-I-L-L. And then I also run um, a lot, the Las Vegas Phil podcast, which focuses on uh, food and uh, social media. And that comes out every Monday. That's great. Jamie, today, it. anything for you? Um, yeah, shout out, to, um, shout out to Suzette. Thank you guys so much for sending me all the basics that I will be bringing to Hawaii this nice. coming weekend. That's right. Yeah, you have a good time. And I'm going to throw a shout out to Loveworthy, this new matchmaking company that's starting to take a good turn and roll. And uh, anything, guys, that you need, please ask questions. Follow us at Dating Intelligence, anything on social media. And my personal is at Fetch Sport. And once again, Amber, thank you for being back there producing. Thank and you, Amber. Sticky Paws, thank you so much. And that's our show for today. Oh, okay, the headphones. Awesome. Woo. Thank you, guys. That was fun. That was amazing.